stay at home on nine to five, raising your babies with joy and pride. A real ass mom, your real ass mom, taking care of business. Ooh, girl, you're resilient. Cause you're a real ass mom, a real ass mom. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people don't tell you. Hey, mama, hey. Hey, mama, hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm swell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're swell? Yeah. You don't want to be swell, do you? <laughs> no, I said swell. Swell, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you want to start being swell? Anyways. I am happy. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say super excited because I feel like, again, that's our, a part of our typical vocabulary. But right. I'm excited to have a friend of mine uh -huh. join us today. Yes. Um, and as you all can see, Devin and I were very intentional about <laughs> what we're wearing. Yes. <laughs> we are loud and proud with our Rattler gear. And our guest today is... Uh, Unfortunately, she attended Bethune Cookman. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna call them a university because that's what they are they now. Are now, right? <laughs> right. They right. They caught up. Uh, they caught up. But we have Larisha Harris here. Larisha is, uh, like I said, a friend of mine. We both sit on a nonprofit called the Flourish Foundation, love it. and. Uh, I will have to talk about Flourish. I love it. But um, Larisha and I are both board members of the Flourish Foundation. And I feel that Larisha is like the perfect person to talk about today's topic. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about like women working in these male dominant fields mm -hmm. and just like powering through life and just doing the damn thing, yeah. she's like the perfect person to talk to. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, we'll let Larisha talk about like her, her career. Uh, she's a twin mama. Yeah. Like we'll let her tell her story. She is just all around amazing besides going to Bethune-Cookman. But <laughs> hey, we love our HBCUs. We support them. Yes, we but do. we wear our Rattler colors loud and proud orange and green. <laughs> and we were very intentional about wearing our Rattler colors today. Yeah. So without further ado... <laughs> Welcome to the Real Mama Pod, Larisha. You know, I noticed the thing you told when we logged in. And I wasn't going to say anything. But uh, you love us. You know, I'll love. I'll love. HBC, you love. There we yes. go. There we go. So let's get right into it. Briefly tell us about your journey into motherhood. Ooh, that's a loaded <laughs> question, y'all. Um, let me just say that I had everything mapped out. And becoming a mom right when I turned 30 was not in the plan. Mm. But, you know, God is plenty and he laughs at our plans. Yeah. And honestly, it's been the most amazing journey, most amazing thing ever that happened to me. Um, and then it was a huge surprise. I turned 30 and bam, you're pregnant. Not only that, you're pregnant with twins. <laughs> they say the good Lord is a comedian. Right. Isn't it? Yeah, so, um, I mean, they were born two months early, okay. uh, so I was still able to do my job briefly. Okay. I think I did about six games in 2021 before they were born, 
Um, but yeah, they came two months early. We had a stay in the NICU and uh, it was, it was a journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we, Devin and I have both been very candid about our experience with being NICU mamas. Like both of our, um, Devin's oldest son and, and my son were, were NICU babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to know, like, how was your experience with being, uh, having your both your children early and then having them in the NICU? Like, that's its own experience in itself. But we want to hear from your perspective, um, you know, how was it being a NICU mama? And do you feel that you had the time to really recover and, and get back to a space of, I guess, kind of being the new you, get to a space of being the new you? Well, let me say that second part about getting back to me, that took a while. Mm -hmm. That really took a while Um, because I had a lot of health issues as it pertained to my pregnancy, which is why I even went in the hospital before they were born. Um, I was in the hospital for about a week Mm -hmm. before they even came. And uh, we we had to just say, okay, come on, babies, it's time for you to come out. yeah, I, I dealt with a lot of stuff. I had a lot of um, water intake. My body wouldn't flush out a lot of the liquids. So I was swelling really, really bad. Mm. Um, and it became a health hazard. I couldn't really walk. Um, I needed assistance to really do everything. Right. Mm. And so when they were born, it was very tough because I wasn't in a good space right. health-wise or even mentally mm-hmm. to be able to truly and fully enjoy the moment. Right. Like I was dealing with the whole fact of my delivery wasn't going as planned, right. which a lot of mothers tell you that anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was still like completely unexpected, everything that was happening. Right. Yeah. So I was trying to take that in, but then also be excited. Like my babies are here, right. Yeah. but it's tough when because of your health issues you have to go completely under so i wasn't able to hold them when they first came out Mm -hmm. i couldn't even hold them for the first i believe three days i couldn't see them until 24 hours later and that was all because again me and my health issues so that was that was tough and then once you kind of get over that hump, now knowing that they're in the NICU, I can't stay there with them the entire time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to leave the hospital. Oh, it was that was tough. Yeah. The day I left the hospital, knowing that my babies were still there, mm-hmm. I was crying. Yeah. I was bawling. But I also had to remind myself that they were being well taken care of. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yes, so we can both that relate tough. to that for sure. It's hard to yeah, leave your babies tough. at the hospital when, you know, you've been discharged, but I really haven't because a piece of me is still here. Right. So it's 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 definitely a tough and it's like you're right. They are in the best place they could be to get well and, and get to themselves. So I I'm sure Devin can relate as well uh, with having her son in the NICU. Um, so how, how early did you have your, your babies, Larisha? I was 30 weeks and three days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And with twins, they want you to try to at least make it to like 34, 
or 35. Yes. And we were trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it didn't quite happen that yeah. way. Yeah. And, and it happens sometimes that way. And it, everything happens the way that it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, your babies are healthy. They're yes. so cute. So cute. Right. They had like a cookie themed like first birthday party. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I saw cute. it. When you sent me her profile, I was like, oh, my God. Yes. I did stalk <laughs> <laughs> So cute. But we're happy that you are here and alive and well. And, and so are your babies. Thanks for sharing that. Yes, for sure. And if we have any NICU moms listening, if you're in the NICU right now, like we Mm -hmm. definitely feel your pain. Mm -hmm. It does get better. It's light at the end of the tunnel. And just know those people are there to help your babies to be the best they can possibly be. Yes. And um, use this time. Yes, stay in the hospital as long as you can with your babies. Mm -hmm. But also use this time to like heal yourself. Right. Because mm-hmm. you go from one extreme to another and you kind of forget about yourself. So just make sure you try to take care of you. Yes, indeed. So. Use that time. Exactly what you're saying is what they were remind me of every day <laughs> yeah. because yes. I was there every day. Mm-hmm. Like one nurse told me, OK, mama, don't come back tomorrow. You rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, though. It's hard. It really is hard. It's, hard. it's like I'm not. No, you can't tell me what to do. But mind you, those people, right. they know. Like they are mm-hmm. I you know, I love I love me some NICU nurses and staff. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, are just And you're not gonna be able to ever sleep through the night ever again for no. a very long time. So take advantage. Go to sleep. Get that rest. Right. Because <laughs> when they come home, that's it. That is a wrap. <laughs> Babies are all yours and they give you a nice handoff too. <laughs> We, we, we hope to stay in touch. Keep us updated on baby, whatever your last name is, or babies, whatever your last name is. Yeah, so. that's funny. But, okay, so you are a twin mama of a boy and a girl. Tell us about mm-hmm. that. Like, walk us through that. Because we only know what boy mom life is like. It yes. is real ghetto. <laughs> so... Walk us through of having one of each at the same time, same age, like... Girl, how is it? It's, it's a lot of fun, and it's eventful every day. <laughs> Let me tell you, when the nurse told me that I was having twins, I flipped out because, you know, it was the first visit. She's like, oh, there's a baby. You get all excited and happy. You see the sonogram. You see the picture up there. And then she's like, uh-oh, there's another one. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I flipped out, oh. but like now that they are 15 months and we've gone through their whole first year, when I tell you it's been a lot of fun, mm-hmm. it has been a lot of fun. Really? Don't get me wrong. I've had my hard times, my moments, like what the heck am I or got myself into? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I'm flipping out. Like. Right. Have your moments where you got to breathe or you cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've had that. Right. But it has been a fun journey. Like waking up in the middle of the night when they were younger, having hands like this, yeah. feeding both <laughs> babies, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. getting two of everything. Well, somewhat of everything. Right. Um, it, it's been fun. And to see them like now in their two different personalities, like mm-hmm. my baby girl, she's a ringleader. <laughs> she's like the boss baby. <laughs> Whereas her brother is the protector and the strength. Aww. So like she'll figure something out, mm-hmm. but if she can't push it enough, 
I don't know what baby language or twin language they have going on, but he'll come and just like, bam, knock it down. And they, they're through. They escape. Like, I had a gate. They broke the gate. Like, how did you get out? I don't understand. It's so, dynamic yeah, it's, duo. Yeah, it is truly a dynamic duo. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's a journey. Just like you would with one where you're learning as you're going. It's the same with two, mm-hmm. except just double it. Right, man, <laughs> double I've the formula. That's like, like this unbreakable. Like she's leading things, and then it's like my brother is here to take it on home if I need him to. I got my yes. protector, right? But she already know. That's right. that's really what it is. Like right. for a, their bond is so beautiful. I bet. Like I, I have two kids, and you have one in one and the other one the other mm-hmm. they fussed they cried until i put them together Aww. knocked out sleep <laughs> because they that's how they like they were literally created and whatever developed in this womb yeah. together like that's all they know is to be with each other yeah. and just the image of that is just <sighs> beautiful mind-blowing it is it is. So I want to give some more context around Larisha and why we interviewed her. So Larisha, yes, she is a phenomenal twin mama. And she works in, we mentioned, a, a very male-dominant field. Larisha is a, I want to make sure I get this right, Larisha. Are you a sports like reporter, like a sideline reporter, how would you describe your actual career? Are you looking for a place to go, like on vacation or with your girls? Uh, of course. I'm always looking to kick it with my girls or my man. Yeah, or yes, mm-hmm. or your boo. Well, if you are in search of a vacation planner, we have the perfect person for you. And that is KT Travel and More. Yes. Stephanie is fabulous and thorough. Very. And she will make sure you have the best time on your vacation. Yes. Yo, if you have a destination wedding you're trying yes. to plan, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, anniversary, couples yes. trips, baby all moon. That. Baby moon. Yeah, she got you. She got you all the way. So check out KT Travel and more. Yes, and tell her we sent you. You had it right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we you have seen right. Larisha on TV yes. report. I, y'all know I love college football. <laughs> And my husband is an ACC, like he's a University of Miami fan. And I know, Larisha, you've done or you work with or for the ACC network. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So, yes. Like, she is working in this space where it's like all male. Everything is football. It's it's sports. And it's like you have this beautiful black woman Mm -hmm. that is standing on the sidelines, giving her perspective of what this game looks like. And it's the real deal. Like, so I, it's just... I love to see it. So we want to know, like, how is your experience working in a space like that? Being a black woman, being a woman, being a mom, like, how is your experience with working in such a, a field like sports? Well, now that I'm a mom, I've had to evolve and grow in this space. Mm-hmm. Like before I had kids, you know, you still walk around with this confidence. You walk around like, hey, you know, I belong. And after I had kids, I had to like relearn that again. Mm-hmm. 
because I had this new dynamic now where I'm trying to balance and make sure I'm not bringing home that big boss woman vibe, you know, mm -hmm. for lack of better terms. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm with my children, I have to be that or show that soft side. Yeah. Be that mom, that nourisher, that lover, all of it. Whereas when I go out and I'm in the field, it's a whole different woman. Like wow. I'm exuding that confidence. I'm letting you know I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm showing you that I belong. Even if I'm not necessarily saying it, right. that's the attitude you just have to walk around with. Right. Um, and it's it's not coming from a negative space, but it's coming from a space of making sure that you show that you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. You show that, again, you belong mm -hmm. and you know what you're talking about. Because in this industry, they will test you. I'm sure. I'm they sure. will try you. And if you show any sign of weakness, someone, unfortunately, someone will try to prey on that. Wow. But it's also my job as a black woman in an industry or in an area where there's not a lot of us mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm doing my job and doing it correctly mm -hmm. so that I can keep that door open for other people behind me. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, we as black women, especially in this space, the, the margin of error for mm -hmm. us is very slim. Much smaller much smaller and we always have to show that we know what we're doing we always have to make sure that knowledge um is is on display mm -hmm. it's, it's a little harder for us right yeah. and so that's that's how i am that's how i try to balance it like this year was tough for me because i had to learn how to balance mm -hmm. and work in this new space as a mom right. and as a reporter mm -hmm. so that means making sure my kids are taken care of yeah. but then when i travel making sure, oh, the babysitters are squared away mm -hmm. or I have all their clothes together, all this, you know, all the small details that we moms have to take care of. Yeah. I had to learn how to balance that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it was overwhelming at one point, but I figured it out. Yeah, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. So I do Go have ahead. one question um, because I'm not a sport. I know nothing about sports. I have to <laughs> send pictures to Kendra like, what team is this? Who is this? What's going on? <laughs> And so, like, I'm always amazed by women who's in that industry because mm -hmm. it's like, dang, you really know your stuff. Like, mm -hmm. you really got to know these stats and these players. I cannot even imagine. But, like, what made you um, decide you wanted to be in this industry? Like, was it something that you saw as a little girl? And you was like, okay, I'm going to chase this dream? Or how did that transpire? So, for me, I knew that being in this industry in some form – was what I wanted to do. How exactly? Not sure. Okay. I was always into sports. I'm a former athlete myself. Okay. But I knew I wasn't taking it, taking it to the highest level. Like, no, <laughs> that, that wasn't me. That was like my mom's thing or her. But I wanted to stay in sport in some capacity. Okay. And I found this realm and that's how I got into it. Mm -hmm. I saw that I was good at it and I just kept going. Yeah. Yeah, what are, like what's the most challenging, most fulfilling about working in this industry? Like you've talked about how your mom, I guess, was an athlete. Is that like kind of what like it, it, does that fulfill you in any way? Knowing that you have a, I guess, a, a family history 
of being an athlete and now working in a space where you're comfortable and you know about this, I guess, feel like you're working in a place where you feel comfortable? Like what makes you feel most fulfilled or, or challenged in, in your work? Uh, most fulfilled, I, I'll say when I am seeing those who've asked me to be their mentor, mm. now stepping into levels of realms that they talk to me about that they wanted to be in these specific spaces. I just got chills. So it's, yeah. so it's like a full circle moment for me. Like, wow, you came to me, you trusted me enough to, you know, kind of talk to you, give you advice. And now you're here. Yeah. Like one of the young ladies I helped um, or that I mentored her and I, it's like my little sister now. Her name is Tia Floyd. And she is thriving in it, working as a reporter with the SWAC. And mm. I, I get excited and chills to see her doing what she loves to do. So for me, that's fulfilling. Love that. Yeah. Hats off to the SWAC. Yes. The SWAC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, T girl. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so. You mentioned like traveling and making sure you have things in place when you're gone. Like, what does your village look like? Um, do your parents help you? Or you, you mentioned your mom. Like, what does that look like for you? Ooh, let me shout out my village for real, yes, y'all. Let's hear about it. We love the village. Yeah. When I tell you my family is everything, my boyfriend, all of them. Okay. okay. All right. Let's hear like, it. I love to hear it. Boyfriend, what? Yeah, mama pie. <laughs> yes, you know the Collins twins, daddy. Yes. <laughs> the Collins twins. <laughs> Excuse me, but no, like I would not be able to do my job if it weren't for my village. Like my my mother, my dad, my godparents, who they say that my babies are like they're. God, grandbaby, <laughs> like it's it's so many. My aunt, my cousins, all of them have stepped in to help me be able to do my job. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I was able to put together a schedule this season to say, like, okay, the twins are going with you guys this weekend. All right, perfect. Next week, you're going with this. You're going with these people. All mm-hmm. right, and it's all people that I know. There won't be any lacking. Their care will continue. And I trust them and wholeheartedly know, like, my babies are good. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you my village is everything, they are everything. Now, they think I'm crazy. <laughs> and they think I have OCD. Because <laughs> I literally made them uh, a care guy. It's the Collins Twins care guy. Oh, Listen, love it. I'm here I for it. I'm I that person in my family with my kids. Yeah, so I get it, girl. Eli has yes. a care guy too, so you're <laughs> I not have crazy. A whole care guy, where I let you know how many cups they get a day, mm-hmm. how many diapers I should go through, what they drink, what they eat, when you need to drop them off from nurse or drop them off to nursery, pick <laughs> yeah. them up from nursery, everything. I had their clothes and little baggies marked raya sunday raining sunday <laughs> with the bib and the socks and the shoes everything everything so you didn't have any worry like 
But the crazy thing is, they still call me, ask questions, and I'm like, "What well, did you look?" <laughs> so my question is, do they follow it? Because I sent my kids with my family, watch my kids. They just laugh at my little plan. Right? They like, so, why are you? What is it? Yeah, they're so disrespectful. Like, no, they it's do okay. Not they laugh. The plan. They laugh too. <laughs> they laugh at me too. They don't follow the plan. That's <laughs> they why they are, they're always calling. Like, don't yes. call me. I gave you a whole mapped out. <laughs> Plan. Yes. Like, why are you? But my mom is the type where she don't need no plan. Or she was like, you don't need to tell me how to do this. I raised you and your brother. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, you need, like, the way you raised us is different, a little different yeah. than how I raised my son. So I need you to go off of what I just gave you. But she doesn't listen. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, at least no, y'all are not right. alone. Right. I it's feel a, good. Yeah, it's about across the board. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not, it's just not me and Devin that. But I feel like a lot of our friends would have created guides yeah. and some type of reference. And it just goes out the window. Out the window. Yeah. Out, out the, the window. window. <laughs> but out then the they're window. calling me on Sunday morning like, are you almost back? Are you almost here? <laughs> okay. So we've talked about, again, like how you work in this male-dominant field like, how do you tap into your femininity, like, working in this space? Like, now, I feel like being a mama, it, it taps on a different level of femininity. But how else do you, like, say, I'm the boss, yes, and I'm a woman, and I'm proud, and I know what I'm doing. Like, how do you tap into that at work? Or do you tap into it at all? I do. Um, when I'm on the sideline. I got to make sure I look good. Yes. You, know? you do be looking good, girl. You do. So I just got to tap into it on that side, you know, be a little eye candy <laughs> on the sideline. You can't just come out there half-stepping. I mean, you have to be prepared for all the elements. Right, right. But nobody said you can't be cute right. and prepared for the elements. Right. So I feel like that's one of the biggest ways I kind of tap into my femininity. I want to make sure I look cute sexy nice but i'm still gonna tell you what i need to tell you right make sure that i'm up to par as it pertains to my knowledge of the game and these teams and all of that mm -hmm. but i'm gonna look good doing it yes, there we go absolutely there we go i love that i love it so with you being in the sports industry do you want your children to kind of follow in your footsteps or you want them to do their own thing or i want them to do their own thing mm -hmm. whatever that is I'm going to support it. Like, I'm trying to figure out what those gifts are now. Right. I know I have a long way to go. Yeah. But, like, I'm seeing now they're, they're gravitating to music. Mm -hmm. Like, my daughter loves a microphone, and she's, ah, like, <laughs> all in it. Whereas my son, I got him a drum set for Christmas, and that's all he loves to do. Or he'll go grab his little guitar. So I'm like, okay, is <laughs> music in the future? Right. Both of them, little duo. Right. You know, the something. Duet. Duo, duo. So, duet. I mean, we'll see. Duet. Duo. I think the duo is the group. Duet, oh, the duet. is like a yeah, single yeah. song, okay. I think. All right, you're right. You're it's right. a duo. Yeah, duo. duo. Yeah, okay. Let's see. Here we go. <laughs> right, right. I can see it happening. Right, the Collins twins. <laughs> the, that's the group. Yeah, that's the group. That's the duo. Hey. The Collins twins, we got a singer, your daughter, and then we have a musician, like yeah, the drummer, the producer. Drummer. Right. Yeah, okay. Let's see. Yeah. We on to something. We on. We on hey, it never works. Mama's right <laughs> I'll be a momager. <laughs> right, right. You know how to work the industry. 
You do. So we have one more question for you. Okay. Um. So obviously you are a busy mom. Like you're traveling for work. You come home. You got twins to take care of. Like how do you make time for yourself? I'm still learning it. Yes. Don't take um, time. But I find the smallest things that make me happy mm-hmm. and that help me stay connected to me. So even if that's waking up a little early before they get up, because I, I do have one morning baby and one baby that's not. Like <laughs> one baby's going to get up at seven o'clock every day. Okay. That's good. Um, <laughs> so I'll either get up early or I'll stay up a little later. Mm-hmm. And I, in that time, I will just kind of chill out, relax, or whatever else I might need to do, even if that's writing out my goals or just simply meditating watching my one of my favorite shows Mm -hmm. having a glass of wine whatever that looks like that day that's what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. yeah i love that i love that and as they get older too it does get it's not easier but it's different and you have a little bit more opportunities to have that solo time so it's coming i think two is is like the two three is like the sweet spot for me at least so i've heard that Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. They're a little bit more independent. Yeah. They can play alone. They don't need right. you as much. So. Like, now I can do a lot more with Eli yeah. at three. Yeah. He turned three la- late last year. So, I feel that I have, like, he has a lot more autonomy as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, he can go do his own thing. And while you're doing your own thing, I'm going to do my own thing, too. I got stuff that I need to do. So, um, it's coming. Yeah, and they it's have like a built-in friendship. And they, so right, they have perfect. each other. It's you perfect. don't even have to yeah. wait until they, they're one Give them a few yep. more months. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they ain't breaking down the gate. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to keep them in the gate. We got to keep them in the gate. Yes. That's funny. So, Larisha, can you, for any listeners who want to learn more about you, find you on social media, can you share your social media platforms? Sure. You can find me on all social media platforms, except for Snapchat. <laughs> I don't have Snapchat. You have TikTok. I do have TikTok. Really? You know how to work it? It's really striking. I do. We don't like TikTok, but I really. love TikTok. Really? really? Oh like, my I god! Like it's good. It has good content yeah. on it, but I don't know. I've learned so much from TikTok. A lot of folks yeah. say that about so TikTok. Much. Just lazy. I don't want to learn anything else. Then we as sound as like media, we I sound know. old. Old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to learn nothing else. <laughs> I've been I really I've learned so much from TikTok, especially as it pertains to like twins, like mm-hmm. different hacks and tricks, different like cute little toys that might be good for them to have. Yeah. So much yeah. makeup yeah. tutorials. Yeah, they have a all lot of stuff, stuff on there. It's just a matter of creating right. and looking <laughs> the stuff that goes on there. Yeah. What is your you can do it. What is your handle on um Instagram, TikTok, on what? What is your handle on those platforms? Larisha underscore H. Okay, we'll put it in the description. Yes, absolutely. So, with all that sports talk, it's time for some mama juice. (laughs) (laughs) So, as I hope you all know, we curate drinks based on our conversations and our guests. Mm -hmm. And today's drink is called "The Ball Is in My Court." And we, we titled this drink after Larisha and just like her bossness yes. in the sports industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we think about 
the people, the types of people who work in uh, Larisha's industry, they they love these like super strong scotch like drinks, right? I feel like a lot of people who work in that industry love a good neat scotch, right? But we or wanted, bourbon or bourbon, right? Or bourbon. So we wanted to kind of twist it up a little bit and mix in what would look like it's the typical drink in that space, but with something that Larisha likes. And Larisha likes red wine. Okay. I asked Larisha, I'm like, what do you like to drink? And I just knew she was going to tell me, oh, I'll do a bourbon or whatever. She said red wine. I said, okay, let me see. <laughs> let me see what we're going to work with this. But we were mixing the two. So it's like a red wine sangria with scotch. Mm-hmm. It's good. So I'm going to run down the ingredients. It's, it's, if Devin says it's good, which y'all know, she drinks Amaretto Sours. Like, if she says it's good, then it's good. So, it has three ounces of dry red wine. So, Larisha likes a Cab, or I think you said a Pinot Noir. Like, you like more right. of the drier red wines. So, it has a dry red wine. It has an ounce of sweet vermouth, which is another type of wine, but it's it's almost acts as like a liqueur. It, we have one ounce of scotch, one ounce of peach nectar, one ounce of fresh squeezed orange juice, and a fourth an ounce of fresh lemon juice. So it's really good. That is our cocktail version. Now, if you are a mom-to-be or you don't like alcohol, you prefer a mocktail, you can still have this drink, but you can't have a scotch. You cannot have <laughs> the red wine, but you can have like a red, a sparkling red grape juice. Yeah. You can still have the peach nectar, the fresh squeezed orange juice, and lime juice. Yeah. And that is the ball is in my court. And that's Larisha telling them the ball is in my court. Okay. I'm drinking my scotch mixed with my red wine. (laughs) And my you can even use bourbon too. If you want to use bourbon instead of scotch, you can. So yes, that's our mama juice inspired by Larisha. Yeah, it's tasty. I love it. I'm gonna have to try to make that. Yes. Yes. I meant to send you the recipe before the episode in case you wanted to drink it. That's my bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. You do can better. send it to me, and I will send you guys a picture when I make it. Yay. There we go. I love it. There I we go. It. I love it. So the next segment is Mama's Corner, and this is my favorite part of the show, besides connecting with our guests. <laughs> um, and this is our opportunity to connect with our listeners. So typically they write in. Um, they can give us advice, give us tips, mama hacks. They can vent about their kids, their grown Whatever kids, they toddlers, to. whoever they want to vent about. Husband, big daddy, you <laughs> no matter. Life, life, life. anybody. Um, but yeah, um, and sometimes they ask us for advice. Mostly it's advice. And we mm-hmm. do say this. We are no experts, okay? We can only speak based on our experiences, but mm-hmm. we love connecting with you all. So we have a question, and okay. it reads, hey, mamas. Loving what you all's doing with the, oh, excuse me, can't read. Loving you all's platform. I love this segment of the show. Me too. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I wanted to know, when did you start feeling like yourself again? That is a good question. That's a good question. Larisha, do you want to start off with that response? Sure. Um, My babies are 15 months now. And I can honestly say when they hit one, is mm-hmm. when I started feeling like myself again. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to get back in the gym. I was able to get them in nursery because it, it was hard for me to get them in nursery. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the nurseries were full. 
And so being able to have that free time during the day, getting back in the gym, kind of getting back on a schedule or rhythm where it balanced out and worked for myself and my kids, Mm -hmm. that's when I started feeling like myself again. Yeah. Yeah. It takes some time. I think when Eli turned like two. Okay. um, He was at home with me for like maybe 18 months. Mm -hmm. And then I got a job and we ended up putting him in school. And after it took even like six months after that, because that's a completely different transition of being comfortable with him being in school, being comfortable with me working in a career like job again, because I was in graduate school for three to four years. So it was a lot of transition in that year. So after we were able to get him in school, Jonathan was working and then I started working. It took about six months in between that transition. So I say Eli was about two years old. And now I think I'm really getting more into myself or back into myself because now I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on the self-care part of me mm-hmm. with getting back to getting my nails done. If I want to go buy a shirt today, that's what I'm going to do. If I want to go get my Starbucks and walk around Target, that's what I'm going to do. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I think now that he's like three, I'm really like it's like a different level of feeling like myself again. Yeah. So I would have to say when my youngest Jay turned two as well, mm-hmm. because um, as soon as I started feeling good and was three pounds away from my pre-pregnancy weight, my ass got pregnant. <laughs> you you going to stop putting this on Jay. <laughs> okay, I got pregnant. I got knocked up again. Okay. <laughs> so my boys are 22 months apart. And so, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it's been a journey. It has been a journey, but now I'm feeling really good. I'm losing weight again. You look I'm, good, friend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to pour back into myself as well. So, yeah, I would say when Drew, not Drew, excuse me, Jay turned two, um, I started feeling like myself. Yeah. So for that mama, it's like maybe between one yeah. and it could be three. Like, <laughs> you know, like it just, you set your own pace yeah. for you know, when you get back to yourself, it takes time. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen over a year. It's, right. it's going to take time and it's going to run its course. So give yourself all the love and grace because that's what you deserve. Yeah, absolutely. That was a really good question. It Thank was. you for that, Mama. It was a good question. Yeah. I think this wraps everything up. It does. This Larisha, was a really good time. Thank you yes. for being Thank so great you. and just setting examples for young black girls around the world that these industries we can work in and do great and in thrive, them. Yes. Thrive, exactly. And that's what she's doing. Yes. So thank you for being such a great example for young men and women. Yes. And being a face, like seriously, like a lot of times youth think they can't do it. Right? Yeah. But then they see people like you and they can do it. Right. Yeah. And then also giving back by being a, a mentor, because sometimes mm. people get to a certain status or a certain mm-hmm. place and they forget where they come from and don't want to give back. So the fact that you're still pouring into younger people and encouraging them, like that mm-hmm. says a lot about you, too. So hats you. off. The yes. only thing, the only error is that you. <laughs> That's it. Everything else. We are applauding, honey. Hell well, cat. Ah, no. <laughs> I dare you. Ever <laughs> my you know, it's okay. I have a cousin who went to Bethune Cookman. So it's all right. I have a classmate who went there. So you know it's what all classmate. Up. It's all like up. high school classmate. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, wait, what? Okay. No, no, high school. <laughs> like what? 
We would not be friends if they right. were from I'm like, how do you go from <laughs> this, this to that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait you know we gotta pick it, but in all honesty, we are in full support of all yes. all yes. HBCUs. So kudos to BCU. Yes, too. We love it. And look, yes, at, look at the BCU fam. You love connection. So, you know, you, you see, you see. It's all, it's all about unity. It is, mm-hmm. and this is a phenomenal black woman yes. from an HBCU, even though it's Bethune, who's doing <laughs> great things. Like we're here for it. So thank you, Larisha. <laughs> thank you, Laura. Thank you so much for joining it. us. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights, and you are kicking it with us at the Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at the Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at devgrace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch out. Yes. We're wearing our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www dot the real mama pod <laughs> dot com uh, yes and if you are listening to us of course we need your reviews rate subscribe yes. review us we are on all major platforms yes. and youtube please make sure you leave your review yes we've been working hard on our videos as you if you started with us from day one <laughs> you see it's just getting better with time so continue to be patient with us and we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at. Mama at the real mama pod.com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye.